Children are educated by what the grown-up is, and not by their talk. Carl Jung. We're in a four-part series of leading our kids spiritually, looking at Deuteronomy six. Lesson one was love the Lord with everything you are. Lesson two is teach them every chance you get. Lesson three is be aware of false gods. I'm Taylor, and I'm Brian, and this is the Echo Podcast, where we are looking for truth in the noise. How you doing? I am well. Welcome back, everyone. Are, are you doing all right, Taylor? Not too bad. I intentionally looked for somebody who didn't sound like Larry Bird when I was <laughs> quoting them. If you missed the last episode, well, you missed you missed it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you missed something. Go back. Go back and check it out. Go back and check it out. Yeah. So I'm enjoying this I, I, episode. I hope this is helpful for parents. We hit the third lesson from Deuteronomy six today about. Parents need to be aware of false gods. And Deuteronomy 6, 13 and 14 says, Fear the Lord your God, serve him only, and take your oaths in his name. Do not follow other gods, the gods of the people around you. Yep. And there are lots of gods around this week. What would be some examples? Money, comfort, politics, uh, identity, anything that ultimately shapes your identity more than your relationship with God, that's an idol. I think one of the temptations for parents is to want to give our kids more than we had or better than we had, so much so that we give them anything they want. Yeah, definitely. And it leads to almost a spoiled, entitled uh, mentality of, well, I want this, so I'll get it because mm-hmm. right. because of who I am. Right. Sports is good for my kid, so I'm going to have my kid play every single sport or yep. let sports dominate their lives. Yep. Academics is good for my kid, so we're going to press them so hard on academics, it's the most important thing in their life. Music yep. is good for my kid, so anything they want to ever do with music, even if it, you know, take center stage over the rest of their lives, you know, so we tend to move to these extremes with a good idea of I want to love my kids, but then it becomes unbalanced of I want to just push my kids in this direction. So it becomes more important. And when that happens, we should not be surprised when our kids love something else more than God. Yeah. um, The fact that we continue to push them to be better people or to learn certain skills or develop mm-hmm. certain abilities. We also need to take a step back and ask ourselves, okay, but what's the lesson behind the lesson? What What's mm-hmm. actually happening in, in, in what we're doing? Um, there's nothing wrong with saying, I want my kid to be happy. I want my kid to right. be successful. I want my kid to be victorious. There's nothing wrong with that. The problem is when that becomes the only thing yes. that you're wanting to achieve in their lives yes. for them. Because I want my kids to be happy, then we're going to say yes to this. Yep. Or we're going to pursue this, and that becomes the main thing. But the the problem is sometimes we hear preachers kind of say things like this. Yep. A little yep. bit. If God wants you to be happy and successful and everything good. Hey, if you love God— only good things happen. 
Yeah. That's not true, but that does seem to be one of the, quote, selling points of American Christianity. And here's the thing. I, I like what Betty Davis said. Uh, if you haven't been hated by your child, you're not a good parent. <laughs> and and there, there's, there's yeah. a grain of truth in there. Like, obviously, we're not trying to antagonize our children. The, the Bible is very clear. Don't provoke your children to anger. Don't mm-hmm. on purpose be mean, harmful, belligerent. Don't, don't do that. But you're raising a child who's a sinner, and if you're going to point them towards God, there is going to be some pushback. There are going to be some things behind that, but you keep focusing and keeping the main thing, the main thing, which is loving God and keeping him at the forefront. That doesn't mean don't enjoy other things, but keep the main thing, the main thing. Yeah, coming back to what is God's greatest hope in my life? What is God's greatest dream for my child? And that greatest dream is that they would love the Lord yep. and that they would... Uh, the second greatest would be like it, that they would love the neighbor as themselves, that they would be people of love. Not only are these commands, but they're going to be realities one day. There's going to come mm-hmm. a point when our love for our neighbor is indistinguishable from God's love for our neighbor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's going to happen. Yep. So are you practicing that now? Yeah. And at some point in your kids' lives, things are going to go south. Yep, it's they're, not going to go the way you planned. They're going to lose their health or their wealth or their their comfort and their safety nets. And where will they turn in that point? Well, hopefully it won't be a crisis of faith. Yeah. It may be a crisis, but it won't be a crisis of faith because their faith will be in the Lord and the Lord is always secure and always good, even when the rest of life is rocky. Yeah. I like what Immanuel Kant says, or Kant says. He says that we use things, but not people. Yeah. And if we're not careful, we can teach our children to use whatever means they have at their disposal for their own happiness, their own security, their own pleasure, and that includes people. We don't want that to happen. We want them to use the resources and the abilities that they've been afforded. At the same time, they're going to love their neighbor. Well, we, our hope is that they would love their neighbor and that they would love God, that they wouldn't try to use God to make much of themselves and that they wouldn't use people for their own benefit and their own well-being. By doing so, they're creating idols. Yep. A lot of parents have great dreams for their kids. But outside of God's plans, our greatest dreams are phony. Yep. They're going to let us down. So parents, dream the greatest things for your kids, and that's that they would walk with the Lord. So let me echo this back. Lesson one was for for parents wanting to spiritually lead their kids from Deuteronomy 6 is to love the Lord your God. Lesson two is to teach them every chance you get. And lesson three is be aware of those false gods that are always popping up in our culture and may tempt you uh, to to lead them down a path. Certainly there's nuance in all of this, but be thinking with discernment of, am I giving way to false gods or am I leading my kids? to look to the Lord first and foremost in their lives. As a favorite pastor of mine used to say, Israel's great sin wasn't worshiping God, it was worshiping God alone. Mm. They had no problem with God. They had a problem with only Him. Ah, they wanted the other stuff They too. wanted all the other stuff. On the same level. On the same level. So, do we? And if so, we need to check our hearts and see what type of life we are presenting to our children as normal, healthy, and good in our relationship to God. So parents, take a moment and jot down what are some potential false gods out there, some things just to be aware of that aren't bad in and of themselves, but could threaten to take the throne in your kid's heart. 
I'm Taylor. And I'm Brian. And this is the Echo Podcast. Where we are looking for truth in the noise. We'll see you for our final episode. See you soon.